This is The Playbook. Welcome to Office Hours. This is David Meltzer. And man, am I excited because I have an unbelievable athlete, but he's just a better person than he even is as an athlete. The former NFL superstar, Matt Leiner, USC's finest, of course. Um, welcome to Office Hours. Thanks for having me, man. I don't, I don't know if I was an NFL superstar, but I do appreciate the, uh, the nice intro, Dave. <laughs> in, in, my, in my mind, and of course, a USC superstar, that's for sure. But more importantly, you know, Office Hours is about taking people who carry the spirit of excellence on the field or in the boardroom and understanding what they're doing now. And of course, everybody knows you're an incredible Fox star analyst and you understand sports. You're a student of football, especially. But what I love is the entrepreneurial things that you have going on. Um, and you created a company that, in my opinion, we were talking about gambling being legal or people who use marijuana and maybe sit in jail for life. Like, how ironic <laughs> it is. But one of the other right. ironies of sports is NIL. Because you were playing in a day, and I was a sports agent, and you were playing video games in our office as Lee Steinberg was trying to recruit you heavily, <clears throat> playing video games. And, you know, there was cash being given to college players at that time. And now players can get paid. And it was one of the things that frustrated me is we saw your career develop that schools in general didn't honor the fact that Matt Leinert sold tickets and sold merch and wasn't paid a penny for his name, his image, or his likeness. And today, that is not only a possibility, it's actually the biggest part of business for college sports beyond gambling even is the NIL. What did you see when you were young that now has inspired you to create the Hall of Goats, uh, incorporating all your different passions, but legally now being able to monetize what never before was able to be monetized? Yeah, no, it's it's a obviously it's a massive shift in in college athletics, and clearly, I, you know, I'm I'm heavily involved in college football with Fox, and you, you touched on it when you when you go back to the USC days, and, and again, we're we're kids, we're living in the moment. It was illegal at the time, so I never thought anything of it. But as I've gotten older, and especially as things have changed, and now I'm covering it week in and week out, and I have relationships with coaches, with players, with schools. I was like, I've always been an advocate and also all, always pro pay the players. They earn it. They create so much revenues in, in particular, especially football, but they create so much revenue for your school. I mean, you're talking millions and millions and millions of dollars, yet you couldn't get a pair of shoes given to you for free for that or else you'd be suspended. I mean, some of the stuff back in the day was absolutely ridiculous. Um, a la my teammate, Reggie Bush, but we, we won't. I think now when you when you talk about uh, Hall of Goats and the my buddy Greg Carlson who founded it with me he's he's got a tech background we just thought there was an incredible opportunity in this space to kind of attack something that doesn't exist and that's this video game kind of Gen Z world where a lot of people live on their phones and um, people love video games so we 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 are creating a arcade style college football video game that services these athletes and helps them monetize uh, their name, image, and likeness. Um, we're in development mode right now, um, raising money and all those types of things. But it's uh, it was just something that I really, 
almost wanted to give back. It's a business, but I do just want to like, I lived, I lived it. You know, I, I, I wasn't fortunate enough to be able to monetize off my name, but these kids uh, can now. I want to help them. I want to help them do it the right way. Um, not to interrupt you, but it wasn't just your name, bro. Like when we were working with Steve Clarkson and you were a dream maker with Steve Clarkson, we talked about changing his number his senior year because they were making <laughs> an argument that, oh, they would buy the USC jerseys anyway. And so I believe it was Reebok had number 11 and had spent so much money on all the number 11s. Imagine if we would have switched his number to seven <laughs> the week before the season, how much money would be lost and what argument could they make or blame Matt? Because like he said, it, you're not selling me, right? You're just selling the USC jerseys. Right. It has nothing to do about my number. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, TJ uh, has a lot of experience in building a brand with Life Brand and also raising money. You just closed a big round. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm sure you have a question about raising money or where he's at. Yeah, Matt, I mean, in terms of both raising money, but also our company helps people protect and build brands, mainly through social media. We work with a ton of middle school and high school kids and letting them know that that's when you need to start building your brand, that you can monetize right. it now. You know, whether you're going to be an athlete or other ways that you show your talent that you can monetize it through these great NIL deals. It, where are you guys at in terms of that fundraising stage? And how are you guys looking to get this thing off the ground? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're still early. Um, we're looking to close this bridge round. And then, um, you know, so we're still looking for, for investors and, and people to kind of get on board with this vision and, and, and what we want to do. Um, but as far as, you know, the brand building, all those things, um, that that's kind of what Hall of Goats is. You know, we want to be the company that really helps these college athletes build the brand. Because, look, one of our things is to go professional is damn near impossible. I think 98% of college football players don't that's go That's the big thing we tell a lot of our clients, too. you got to be planning for something else, unfortunately. So, so you have to be planning for something else. So whether it's you know, get, jumping on board with us or growing a business or building your social brand, whatever it is, there, there has to be a plan B, C, and D. Um, and, um, so, so we're, we're in the early phases, as I said, we're, we're, we're looking to raise money now, close this bridge round coming up. And then, um, and then obviously, um, need a, you know, much bigger, uh, round for, for game development, um, and all that, which we will kind of, uh, throughout the next year, we're looking to launch this game, um, late 23 or early 24. Um, so we have a while to kind of get all our ducks in a row. Um, Matt, this will yeah, be blockchain-based, so, NFT. Yeah, really blockchain-based. Cool. Really cool. Blockchain-based. So basically what it is is fans can buy and purchase different tiers of their players' uh, digital avatar. They now, once they own that digital avatar, they can import it into Hollow Goats, into our video game. Um, the cool thing about that is the players are giving a rev share based on how many digital avatars are sold. So they're getting money directly put in their pocket. But then because of blockchain and the technology that's built, um, they will also receive a percent of every microtransaction uh, in perpetuity. So... You know, like in, in a lot of video games, you know, I'm a gamer. I was a gamer when I was younger, but, you know, you buy you buy purchases within the game. You buy, you know, Fortnite, you buy skins and you spend all this money to, to make your avatar look cool. Or in sports games, you level up your players. Well, we're giving that opportunity to these college athletes where, hey, you're going to you're going to you know, it's like residuals and you're going to make a small percent of every transaction 
that is sold on the secondary market. Um, you know, I, I've talked to David about this, but you know, in, in real life collecting cards, I'm a, I'm a big card collector. I love cards as well. But you know, when I want to sell someone's card on eBay or wherever, player isn't getting that. You know, right. he doesn't know where his cards existing and how many times it's getting traded online and all those things. So um, that's where we really think that like hey we can help these players make that kind of if extra you really money, have something uh, really good there, long yeah. time. or just fake signatures and fake product it's yeah. impossible utilizing uh web3 now mark may be a neighbor of ours that may even want to get involved with us uh, so i wanted to bring him on as a host to talk with you as well mark yeah thank you matt a huge fan love what you're doing i think nil is one of the most amazing things that's happening in new sports. It's like a paradigm shift and at Nobody Studios we create right. companies for a living and we're always looking for paradigm shifts. Like what's gonna make everybody recalculate the way things used to be done, right? And this is a great example of that. Um, I'll ask you a question I get all the time. NFT is a noisy space, right? And I, I shy from saying it. We use crypto and blockchain, a lot of things we do, but I try not to say it because I feel like you get lumped into a bunch of categories of shysters and People just using an acronym because it's the, the buzzword. Like saying you're right? a lawyer, bro. You're yeah, <laughs> how do you deal with that? <laughs> what you're doing is credible. What you're doing is awesome. But how do you kind of balance that and when you're talking about this and not coming across fuzzy, you know? Right. No, it's a, it's a, great, it's a great question. And, and we're, you know, we're selling digital avatars, you know? So um, I, I think, you know, the, the market and the volatility, it's no different than, you know, the stock market, housing market, um, I think where we can sort of, um, you know, obviously kind of, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, basically how we handle that is, Hey, that's why we're building a cool video game that will list or, you know, will exist forever. Um, it's, you know, it's challenging, but I think like in any market, I think markets correct. And, and we know, you know, in the last year, year and a half with the NFT world, I mean, gosh, it was out of out of control. When I first kind of started learning about this, it's, you know, the 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 board apes and all the money that was being traded was just ridiculous. Um, that obviously corrected itself. And, and, and a lot of parallels like an NIL. And, and I'm sure you guys are aware the market is ridiculous right now for some of these players, in particular quarterbacks coming out of high school. I mean, millions and millions of dollars for a kid who's never stepped foot on a college football field that will correct itself over the next couple of years too, you know? So what we're looking at this, not um, as a short-term thing, like this is a long-term play for us. Um, video games are cool. Video games are fun. Kids love kids. You know, they, they, they live on their phone and um, NIL is going to exist forever as well. So um, this is a long-term play for us. Um, we're not really worried about the kind of past volatility and, um, we think this is has got a chance to be really great and be something that you know these kids can kind of latch onto and, and be a part of. Yeah. And Matt, one of the great things about doing business with people like you is the credibility is inherent that you don't need to do right. this, right? You would right. you have to vet things uh, and trust them to a level because it wouldn't be worth damaging a brand that everybody sees on Saturdays right now and all over, and especially in your hometown. Uh, you want to make sure that what you're doing is in the top echelons comparatively to the noise in the shysters. Yeah, totally. yeah I was going to say the word, that, 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 say yeah, the word you can quick, use is ownership, quick. right? It's ownership of someone's brand. And their yeah. like, yeah. I think we have to get past the NFTs. We have to use words that people can understand. Yeah. We talk about these other markets. Yeah. Grandma can understand a house. Even though Hosmark can go up and down, they can understand that I own a house if I have a title, right? Yeah. NFTs, people are like, huh? Still, 
right? That's a great point. Go ahead, Matt. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah Matt, go ahead. Well, and, that, and, that's, and that's the thing, too, with with what we're doing in the video game, you know, with, with purchases and stuff. And I took a crash course on, uh, you know, like MetaMask and wallets and how, like, like it took me hours. I was like, geez, man, like, like this is, you know, converting your over to crypto and all that stuff, Bitcoin, whatever. Um, this is credit card transactions. I mean, this is easy. You know, we're making it very, very simple for, um, the, 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 the kid who loves freaking USC football or the 50 year old guy who might like to play some video games still. It's, it's just, it's very, it's, it's, it's going to be very simplified. And I think that's another thing where we really looked at over the last, you know, six, eight months is like, like, okay, how are we going to make this easy and the process easy? And uh, we've, you know, we've come with a great solution. So Nick. Yeah. Awesome. What's up, Matt? Um, question for you, and this may come, you know, a little bit out of left field, but um, as an intuitive entrepreneur, that's what I consider myself. Um, I think that's what I'm picking up on is like, you've been historically correct about a lot of things. <laughs> you've, you've understood how to win on instinct, on intuition, on some type of deductive reasoning that's not just intellectual, but it's also like you're measuring so many layers of the puzzle and I think that that's like where your great genius comes in. And I just want to reflect that back to you, but also ask the deeper question of like, where does that intuition for you come from? That's, um, that's a great question. I've never been asked that. Um, I think I, I'm, I'm learning about business. I'm learning about, hey, personally, like how do I build my, 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 my brand? Um, every year I, I kind of go into my off season, what else can I, can I dabble my fingers into and learn about whether it's this or whether it's real estate or whether it's, uh, Hey, social media, I want to get more active, whatever it is. Um, I think to answer your question, playing the position of quarterback, um, and, and one of my strengths when I was playing, it wasn't my physical attributes and it definitely, you know, I wasn't fast. Um, it was instincts. It was na kind of natural leadership qualities that you need to have in, in that in being a leader and being a quarterback of a team. No different than being a CEO of a company. Um, just having just having those instincts to know ah, that's a, that, you know we're not going to go that route or that's a good choice that's a bad choice or you know what let's give that a try. Not everything's going to work. You know you're going to have some things that don't don't work. They fail. You're going to have some things that are major successes. It's a lot like my career. I had great success in college. I think you look at my NFL career, it wasn't probably to what I wanted it to be or what people expected of me, but you learn from that. Um, so as far as this, and, and, and I think Dave, you just talked about it. Like, like I told my partner, Greg Carlson, who I played football with USC, he also has the credibility because he lived it. He also was a former walk-on who earned a scholarship, but he had to pay his way of school for the first couple of years. So he gets the whole NIL and he's, he's the tech kind of behind uh, hollow goats. Um, I told him, I said, listen, I love this. I'm going to dive in and learn. And, um, you know, my gut instinct, as you're talking about, tells me that this is something that I think could really be great. Um, because I just know what these kids go through. I know the rigorous schedule they have. I know, the people that come out of the world works to want to dangle you a couple grand in your face and, and get you to sign on a contract that you have no idea what it means or says. 
um, which is kind of what we're seeing in NIL right now because it's so early. So there's a lot of that where I just feel like I've been through the ringer, good and bad, um, and also playing the position that I did. It always just allows me to think, to try and think one step ahead, you know, and, and I'm not perfect and I'm learning, but uh, that's a great question. I, I, it's, it's, yeah, you, you, you have to have instinct. You have to have intuition. Um, you have to have a feel and a pulse for kind of what you're trying to do. And, and uh, it's not always going to be good, but you gotta, you gotta trust your gut. And how important is that at the end of the day? Like, you know, you work with a lot of rare breed type of people. I mean, if they're going into the league and there's a 2% chance, is that a separating factor? Was it a separating factor? 0.2, sorry, (laughs) 0.2% chance. Is that a separating factor where you look at potential, you look at a rare breed, you look at opportunity and uniqueness and you go like, man, that's a part of the concoction that you have to have. Because even a decision to collaborate with you would be something that instinctively they've got to go like, this feels right. And I just think that's a bigger conversation that's happening. Yeah, it is. And that that's the conversation that we have with, I mean, you know, agents, parents, these, these kids. You know, I try not to talk to the kids too much because, you know, I, I remember when I was that age, I didn't really want to, uh, you know, I didn't want to talk to one, we couldn't, but two, it's like, you know, you want to handle your business and you allow kind of those people to do that for you. Right. Uh, that's, that's, that's a good and bad thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think the message for me is, is this, it's like, listen, your chance of making it to the league. And I tell kids this all the time because you got too many people blowing smoke up there. You know what, that, Oh, you're going to make the league and you're going to do this. It doesn't work that way. Right. Um, I don't care what, what sport you play. I hope you make it. I hope you last. I hope you make millions of dollars. And have a great career but in reality it just it's hard it doesn't work that way mm-hmm. hey by the way hollow goats and what we're doing like we want to help you build one we want to put you in the video game you can play with yourself you can have fun you can do that you can make money off that you can engage with fans that's the cool thing about the utility that we offer you engage with fans you know all of these things um but that game is going to list ideally or um exist ideally forever but also it gives you an opportunity. We tell them like, dive into this, build this brand up, use this. At least you have something you can fall back to. Yeah, exactly. And the reason I'm invested in Matt and the company and Greg is there's intellect, intuition and inspiration and they have all three. And although Vince Young and Matt Leinart probably won't reach the Hall of Fame, there's much more consistency uh, of performance in the Hall of Goats which allows uh, that recognition and acknowledgement to occur. Matt Leinert, just an incredible entrepreneur on and off the field, always great in matter admiration for you. Thank you so much for giving us the lessons of being so great. We look forward to the Hall of Goats and uh, all of us are interested in supporting you as well. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely.